Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to Relationship Wednesdays. I am Darren Noel, and Dr. Noel is here. And uh, we're having a, excited to be back with you here for another Wednesday for Relationship Wednesdays. Absolutely, we are. This is Dr. Nefertiti Noel. So I am super excited that everybody is plugged back in tonight for Relationship Wednesdays. And we actually have um, a pretty timely and interesting topic to go over with you tonight. So it's, it's all passes and really just a license to cheat, or, or I'm not going to use the word cheat, but that's kind of what it amounts to, right? Right. But giving giving your partner, your spouse, your significant other, um, the right to step outside of the relationship. Right, and that could be for a certain amount of time. You, know, you can do it uh, for 24 hours, 48 hours, a week, or it could be for a number of uh, individual incidents. You can do it eight times during the year or three times during the year. And this came up uh, during a reality show on Bravo with uh, Toya Wright and her uh, husband, Memphis. You know, they are uh, music in the music industry, and they were doing mm-hmm. a talk. They were in the process of getting a divorce. And it came out, uh, Memphis said that Toya was, gave him eight hall passes a year. Okay. Okay. That's nuts. Okay. Yeah, but let me not say that. Let me not say that. Let so, me keep all the so That's what came out. And then uh, obviously so it went viral, social media started talking about it, blah, 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 what's going on, why in the world would she do that? She came back and responded to all the criticisms and said, hey, she only gave out the hall passes when they were kind of on the way to a divorce, in the process of getting separated, we were kind of going their separate ways. If you say, hey, you know what, you're doing your thing already, I'm doing my thing, yeah, that's what you want to do anyway, go ahead and do your business. I want to focus on my business, I want to focus on my children. If you, don't, if you don't want me, you know, so be it, okay? Are they divorced? Are they they're in the process of getting in the Right now? Right now. Okay. They're in the process of getting in divorce. So then why would you even need to give out hall passes? I guess that's what she came back with trying to say. Say so even though they were still married, they were basically kind of going, going toward okay. its own several lives. So you know what? That's what you want to do anyway. I'm going to call them the hall pass. So, so they're defined hall passes. Okay. I'm going to say hall passes are really giving permission to your spouse or partner permission to have a some sexual encounter with anybody else outside of yourself, again, for a certain amount of time or a certain number of incidents. Okay. Okay? That's, that's basically what a sexual hall pass is we're talking about from this standpoint. And, uh, again, it's been in the news a lot, hall passes, um, outside right. relations. Go ahead. Right. Really, it, to me, I mean, we're calling it hall passes. You can give it a new lingo. But it really <laughs> – it really – Sounds to me more like an open marriage, right? With rules, like you got, you have certain amount of people you can be with, or certain amount of days. Like it's got a protocol. Right, so you get right ahead. It's an open yeah. marriage rule. It's an open marriage rule. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And and I think it goes back to people feeling like if I know what you're doing, right, then then I don't have to be angry about it. You're not That's actually exactly stepping right. out, right? It's not cheating if it's an agreed upon situation. That's a lot because this is what this is the the rationale people may be saying with it, right? right. It's an agreed upon. If the partner knows what's going to happen for this amount of time, that, you know, they're going to be with somebody else, then it's really not cheating. Right. That's what, okay. That's what, that's what the theory is. That's what the All theory right. is. All right. So read us some of the information you have. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of websites that are geared toward uh, cheating. For, you know, Ashley Madison, that was a big one in the news a couple months ago or so. That's when it got hacked and everybody's new information was out there, personal information. A lot of people having a lot of problems with that information got out there. There's Tinder. There's even a, a site called MarriedHallPass.com. So there's a lot of uh, websites out there that actually geared toward this type of relationship. To giving people the ability to to, to kind of side in the yes. safe. I'm, put, I'm putting a quote, 
a safe environment. So let me start by saying, saying several things. In general, when I have seen relationships that come out, let me say this. I'm a professional therapist. Um, I see people individually, groups, families. I do organizational building and the like. But by the time a marriage gets to me and they're talking about hall passes or open relationships, um, when it gets to me, people say that they attempted to do this because maybe they saw that cheating seemed to be a theme in the relationships that they had been in or that they had seen with other people, and they felt like if they gave their guy, because in general, in the beginning, I was mostly seeing guys getting hall passes. Okay. And now I'm seeing men also give their wives hall passes um, because they're trying to prevent maybe what they consider to be the staleness of a relationship or um, like they're trying to stop the idea that, that a man has to sort of secretly keep the, the phone numbers in his phone or hide things. And okay. So they're giving people the, the right to do these things with the thought that it will, will help and strengthen their marriage instead of destroy it. So it really, from your experience, are you seeing this come about when the relationships is already on the rocks, already about you know, falling apart, really struggling, not when relationships are thriving? You know, I've seen it in every – I've never seen it happen – well, let me say this. I've seen it happen when people think their relationships are thriving. Okay. And I've seen people maybe go see Fifty Shades of Grey or before that it was other movies sure. and, and couples that maybe you think that the girl is hot, they get interested in one another. And so a husband or wife says, hey, let's experiment with this. Let's not, I don't want it to destroy us, but let's give it a try. So I've seen it where people think that they're thriving, but it doesn't always end up that way. Okay. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Okay. Um I did come across an article that had basically looking at six reasons why this is for a female, why you may want to give your uh, your husband's or significant other a hall pass, okay? They started looking at that, okay? One of the reasons was they wanted to say if you cheated on your husband or significant partner in the past and either he knows or doesn't know and you kind of want to make amends for that. Okay. Okay. They said, you know what? It help ease your conscience. It doesn't, but go okay. ahead. Okay. <laughs> so and, and let me tell you why I'm being so firm on this, because there are people that glorify, and, and I'm not, if you're doing this, let me say, don't, don't, hey, your marriage is about what you think is the right thing to do for you and your spouse. Marriages are custom. You can build them to fit the needs that you have. But I operate with a certain set of, uh, I operate with a moral compass, and I operate with a certain set of standards in place. And when I see couples um, that are, like, let's say person A cheated, so person B says, I'm going to cheat to get back with you, this is probably the only time the two negatives don't make a positive. Mm, okay. You know, like, this isn't math and science where I could do two negatives together and make a positive. When when one person steps out and another person says, why don't you just sleep with her or him to get back at me, then we can call it equal, that usually still ends the marriage because, number one, one party's been betrayed secretly, and then number two, when the other party has to sort of demean themselves to go back and cheat on that their spouse, it changes who they are as people. Wow, that's 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 not really what they expected. That it changes who they are as people because most people, not everybody, so not everybody is monogamous. There are a lot of people that are polyamorous and that have that want to be with more than one person. But the model that we have set up in our culture is for one person to be with one man or, or one woman to be, you know, one person right. to be with one person, so right. monogamy. And when we go outside of that, I think what people find out is sex has emotions attached to it. So it's hard for people to have sex with someone else one time, six times, eight times, and not form an attachment to it. And our bodies have memory. 
So sleeping with a person is not as simple as sleeping with a person. And even when people sleep with prostitutes, that is not a very simple thing. That's why so many prostitutes, whether you want to call them call girls, madams, whatever you want to call them, are, are using drugs, using alcohol to, to sort of cut the feelings that they've attached to maybe 100, 200, 300 different people. So doing that with just one other person outside of your marriage switches that person's attention from the main focus to other people. So it's really dividing that, you know, what you want to help, you know, ease that sexual desire to then come back to home and be focused on home, but they really can't do that. And that's not even talking about the STDs that could happen, mm-hmm. the pregnancies that can happen. Right. You you wouldn't believe the amount of people that I end up treating who, let's say the wife cheated, maybe she got pregnant, had a kid or whatever uh, by somebody else, and then he cheats, he gets that person pregnant. Now everybody's got, I mean, there's just a lot of complications and layers associated with that. Mm. It's complicated. Yeah. It's complicated. Yeah. Number five, maybe you want your man to realize uh, the grass isn't greener, okay? You want to give him that hall pass so he can test it out, but then I guess you're hoping to realize, that even though this woman, whoever he's trying to deal with, uh, may be good looking, but, you know, she's really not going to satisfy his needs. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what you're trying to do. So I've seen hall passes given out like that before, and sometimes the grass might be greener. What happens when afterwards he's like, hey, that was a little greener. That was a little stronger cup of tea. That was a right. little bit more intense for me. I like that. I don't have bills with her. I mean, we can, me and her could just be together with no strength attacks. And let's say they really like what they thought they were getting into. Wow. And so they leave right. that spot. I mean, you can't teach you can't teach a lesson with somebody else's vagina or penis. Let me just put it that way. Okay. Right. You you can't say, let me, I'm going to go and let you be with Susie Snowflake so you can see she's not bad. You, you can't do that because you don't know what the after effects of that intimacy are going to be. You know, that was a great one. Uh, I picked up this line from, this is blog.cron.com. Blog.cron.com. Blog. Cron. C-H-R-O-N. Okay. Dot com. And they talked about, um, you never know how you're going to feel if you want to allow someone to cheat, okay? Until you're in a situation, you really don't know how you're going to feel. You may think you're okay with that, giving that person that permission to cheat for that week, whatever it case may be. But until it actually happens, you don't know how you're going to feel, okay? So you may feel differently after they do cheat. You say, oh, I'm going to, be, I'm going to let you go do that. But once they actually do it, like, I can't believe you did it. And now they're offended. Now you're emotionally hurt, and you didn't realize you were going to feel like that. You also don't know um – you know, not only do you not know how you're going to feel, you don't know how that's going to transform that other person, right? And you don't know if the third person that got involved is going to develop feelings or not either. I mean, you until you are in a situation, you may not know what your responses are going to be. You don't know what intrusive thoughts are going to pop into your head. Uh, most people that have affairs, once one of the spouses finds out, it normally ends because the other person can't get the idea of someone else being inside of his wife's body, mm-hmm. someone else being having their husband's penis inside of them, somebody else having that same access to them. And that image is hard to get out of the head. And they can't get, they can't get rid they of can't it. They can't get rid of it. Struggle. They can't get rid of and, it. And uh, it causes problems. Absolutely. Okay. Um, the next one, okay, maybe you want to test the waters yourself. You're actually saying you're going to give your hall pass to your man, but in reality you just want him to go, so maybe you want to eventually get a hall pass come back to you, mm-hmm. okay? Most guys, I would say, even though you know, if, if a guy does want a hall pass, most likely he's not willing to give the same hall pass to his uh, his girlfriend or wife. Mm-hmm. First, first of all, I feel like a mar- in a marriage situation where you've decided to be unify yourself with the person, um, you know, if you if you don't want to be with the person you're with, 
branching off into seeing other people isn't going to resolve whatever issues you have at home. You know, if you're not having sex at home, giving somebody a hall pass so they can go off and have sex because the, the wife is, you know, you live in a, a, a sexless marriage, and we've done a show about a sexless yep. relationship, years and years of people being alone. You may think a pass is going to help that, but it's only going to highlight the issue that you and he, that you guys can't have together what you thought you could have. And it's really, it's tight issue. Like, you're not sitting down to address the issue of why you guys have a sexless marriage or you're not having a sexually satisfied marriage. Instead of taking the time to discuss it uh, like adults and say, you know, we're committed to this relationship, we're going to work through it together as a team because this is our relationship, we want to both be sexually gratified in dealing with that, you're going to say, you know what, let's just avoid that, and I'm just going to put a Band-Aid on it and uh, take a hall pass. Absolutely. But you're not addressing the true issue. Absolutely, you're not. Absolutely, you're not. Uh, some other ones is maybe your relationship is on the rock. We talked about that. Maybe you think this is going to help it, help it out, things of that nature, uh, by giving out the hall pass, okay? Uh, and last one, maybe say, you know what, you're convinced that the relationship is going to break up. It's, it's never going to work. So you want to just try and uh, give a hall pass, give a, give a hall pass out. And in my opinion, I don't feel like a hall pass even helps in that situation. You're just giving a hall pass so you don't feel shame about what happened to you or what you're doing. But I feel like if you're headed to divorce, go ahead and get that divorce if that's what you want to do, and then you don't need hall passes. You don't have to give them. You don't have to write them. You don't have to ask for them. You don't have to explain them. I think some people may think it's the last-ditch effort and say, you know what, you're fighting with your husband and whatever, you know what, he really wants to go. Well, go ahead and do the hall pass. You're going to find out what you're really missing for me. Really, I'm really the best that you had, that you could possibly have. Uh, well, now, this, usually hall passes are desperate efforts to salvage something that's already broken, that that may already be too broken to, to fix. And even if the hall pass is never identified as the main reason that people separate, after the hall passes, things can never be the same again. Because you've introduced that someone else into that intimate relationship. It is, it's never going to be just you two ever again at mm-hmm. that point, right? Yeah, I want to get to a couple of questions before we keep going. Yeah, go ahead. Um, one says, what is a hall pass? I think we defined that. Right. The second one that was emailed says, I gave my husband a hall pass, and now I regret it. He talks about the experience with great joy, but now I'm tired of hearing about it. What should I do? Wow, that's tough. <laughs> that's a big one. Okay. You know, assuming that you still want to keep the relationship, he wants to keep the relationship, I, you know, if he liked it that much, Maybe say, you know what, what what can I do to match that or do the same thing that that you like there, right? If you're interest, if you're interested in salvaging that relationship and keeping that relationship on, apparently that that woman he was with was doing something different than what you were doing, I mean, physically, emotionally, attitudinally. Who knows exactly what? What can you do to help meet that need to make him happy about being with you? Yeah. As a therapist, I totally disagree with that that comment that you just made. Okay. I, I don't ever compare. Don't ever say, "What did she do that I didn't do that I can do for you?" Right? Because you can never do that. This one time hit it or quit a situation he had. Maybe she did cartwheels. Maybe she did backflips. Maybe she was on a swing. You know what? What needs to be asked for you first? Ask yourself the question: What inside of you allows you to think that that was okay? Like what? What? What about you? made you think that, well, just because I know that he's doing it will make it easier for him to do it so that I don't feel betrayed. Like, ask yourself what sparked you to do that, number one. Number two, um, you're saying that he, you gave him a hall pass. I don't know if he asked for it, if you offered it, if you saw it. Or, and this is the problem with the reality TV shows. 
you watch a scripted show that's not really reality, and then you try to apply it to yourself, that's a difficulty. But now what you can do is say, instead of what does she do that I can do, I would say, hey, you know, I regret that. First of all, be honest about it. I regret that I gave you that pass, number one. Number two, it's difficult for me to hear you talk about this situation. I, I don't want to hear it. I mean, most people don't even want to hear what their husband did with their ex-girlfriend, let alone some chick he met sure, that you I, gave a sure. hall pass to, right? So I wouldn't try to compare, but I would say, how can we move on from this? Because, I, I, see, you might have opened up a can of worms for him. He may not be able to go back to that's what you're looking point. for. It's too late. That's what I'm saying. No, that's not what you that's said. You saying. said ask what she can do ask what the other girl did. No. Because you already opened up the door. But no, it's too late. You already had a taste of a pecan pie. All the pecan pie. You said, let me make the pecan pie like the pie you no. like. No, that's so ridiculous. No, you don't do that. It's already But because then she's trying to be something that she can never be. You can never be that other person. But he was already opened up the taste to to, to have that. No, you try to get him amnesia. No, I'm joking. You, um, you know, no, I think the question that you all have to work with is, what can you do with the tools that you have to make your intimacy better? I think that's the right thing to do if the hall pass wasn't already taken advantage of. If but you can't compare. Comparisons never work, so I can't say, I know I gave you the hall pass. What did she do? What was, how was her vagina different? But, I mean, that's ridiculous. You can't ask, how can I be more like door number one? How can I do more like what you're no. like? This dude is, is not a therapist. He's my husband. He is fantastic. <laughs> He's a great man coach and right. a great life coach. I'm a life coach. I'm not right. I'm but not as a therapist, I'm, I'm telling you, this is a deeper issue than how to get from point A to point B. Never compare yourself to his fantasy because now it's not just what she did. It's the fantasy that he has about what happened, and you cannot match a fantasy. I, I understand what your point is. Right, right. So don't compare. So I'm saying to talk to him and say, what can we do with the tools that we have to make things spicier? But the point he, she has already opened it up because maybe she can't get to where where he got. No, with that you, you keep going with the silly point you're trying to make. I'm just saying it's a bad point. I am just saying it is what it is. I'm What's not comparing. Okay. What if she's skinny and you thick? What you going to do then? I mean, like, that's ridiculous. You shouldn't. You gave up the hall pass. Right, but we're, we're saying people can do what they want to do. We're just espousing our opinion. But okay. Okay, next one. Next question says, my husband is asking for a hall pass because he says I'm not open to what he wants to do. However, my religious convictions don't allow some of the experiences that he wants to have. Hmm. You know, that comes, we were talking about other shows, that, you know, that premarital talk and conversation about sexual desires, uh, amount of intimacy, what type of intimacy. Um, so I don't know if that was never talked about before. It sounds like there were some gaps in some form or fashion left out. Or something changed, okay? Maybe someone's sexual attitude or uh, appetites changed over time, which can happen, okay? And now they're in a situation where he wants to try some new experiment. I'm not sure of the details on that, but her religious convictions say, you know what? I, I really can't go there. You know, may want to say, well, here's what I can do. You know, you got ten things. He's listening to ten things. I could do three. I could do five. Or I could do something, you know, 12, something that's not on the list that maybe help that. You know, one of the things I'm going to say is, I mean, so we've already missed the chance to have the conversation about sex before marriage. You're already married, right? Right, right, right. So whatever happened or didn't happen, we can't beat that one out of you guys. But here's what I will say. It's time to sit down now 
and have a conversation and lay out for him what your religious convictions are because it sounds like maybe he's not open to that anymore or maybe he wasn't clear that what that really meant. Maybe he didn't know that you wouldn't do some of the things that he wants, and I don't know what those things are. I don't know if this is anal sex. I don't know if this is sex on your cycle. Like, I don't know what, I don't know if this is adding a person. I don't know if this is making a video. But looking at what your religious convictions are and explain to him why they're so powerfully important to you and what you can do, what you would be willing to do, like Darren said, like what are the options that you are willing to do um, and how can you make that work? Because I have a suspicion, and again, it's a suspicion. I don't, I'm not talking to him. I don't know what's happening for him. But I have a suspicion that whatever it is that he needs that you're not able to do, if he gets that from somewhere else and you give him a hall pass, that's not going to increase his attraction to you. That's not going to make what you all have going on any better. Because so, based on your religious you can never do that. Right. So that those needs are never going to be met, even though he got to fulfill with somebody else. So he right. can never go back to you for those. Right. So I don't see how a hall pass is going to help uh, is what I'm saying. It also sounds like they have some uh, religious differences, right, because you say based on her religious convictions. So apparently he has some different religious convictions. And I don't know, I don't really know what the religious convictions are, but you've got right. to be able to manage that for yourself. How are you going to be able to talk to him about your needs and getting your needs met and his needs as well? Because in a relationship, in a marriage, it's the needs of both parties that have to be taken account for. Absolutely. I mean, so that's just something to think about. Next question says, I gave my wife a hall pass and she eventually left me for that person. I was initially reluctant to give the pass, but thought it could help her feel more spontaneous. If you have not done this, please don't. That is a... That's that's not really... He laid it out there, because you never know. You think it's just going to be this one time or one time a year, a birthday gift or whatever the case may be, and she found out that she liked that better than what she had full-time. Right. Because you never know what's going to happen once you open that up. Right. Here's the thing. We people are not always aware of themselves enough to be able to predict their future, right? Yes. And and again, sexual encounters are very intimate. So I don't know that somebody can tell you. You know what? I'm not even really. I don't love her like that. I just want to be with her for the night. You you can't predict what that's gonna be like afterwards. And even though even the person who's taking the hall pass, they person may say, you know what? I'm not gonna have any emotions tied to it. They may really honestly feel it. This is just a physical thing. But they get emotionally attached, right? So that, that it can happen. They can get emotionally attached even when they didn't want to, did not plan on it, but it can happen. And, and, and that's why I'm saying I want people to be careful and understand that when someone's say, saying to you, hey, we're adults, we ought to be able to have hall passes and do what we need to do, but realize that you're the home team, you're the head female, you're the head guy, a lot of that is just chatter because right. in reality, in reality, if someone has sex with somebody else long enough, their attention and their attachment switches to that person. Absolutely. And that's just the reality. And you cannot determine, no, I won't feel that way about him. No, I won't feel that way about her. How many times have we heard about, you know, two two famous couples were really close friends and they were always hanging out together. Then one divorces, the other one ends up leaving his wife or spouse to be with the other person. I mean, right, this, that familiarity and being up on people all the time sometimes, just it breeds some some intensity that they can't take back. And once you stretch a rubber band, you can't make it go back to where it was. Absolutely. Very good point. You know, you may not be able to. Here's the other thing. Who's the hall pass with? If the hall pass is with someone that's constantly in your your husband's peripheral view or in your life all the time, you can't guarantee that that's not going to grow into something else either. 
you make a good point because some people have mentioned it in hall passes. It's hall passes to go with specific people, you know, the neighbor, the uh, the friend at work, the coworker, uh, someone they're both socially friends with. Right. Right? They're both socially friends with someone on who you see on a regular basis. Or someone they've been lusting after for years, right? And right, so absolutely. they finally get a chance to be with them, and then they decide, you know, they decide, hey, I'm going to go ahead and go with that person. Right. But, Darren, you pulled up some passes that may work for people. Yeah, I like this one. This is also from the blog, uh, com, And this is about uh, some hall passes that can help improve marriage. I thought this was kind of interesting. A hall pass for one week of intimacy Every night with your spouse. Okay. So, as you know, you're married, uh, you're busy, kids, work, extracurricular activities outside of that. You get busy, but you know what? Let's have a hall pass that we're going to be intimate every single night for one week. Okay. That sounds pretty good. Okay. That sounds pretty good. The next one, a hall pass for one week of non-sexual separate vacations. I don't know what that means. Meaning, I'm going to let you take a, a week vacation Separate. Oh, so, okay. Non-sexual. I, I can take a week of vacation, separate non-sexual, just to kind of get away, get refreshed. Not necessarily a fan of that myself, personally. Um, the solo vacation, if, you, if you're married. Yeah, it sounds like a solo vacation could end up, I don't need a pass. Right, what are you, exactly. I got anonymity. Okay. Right. What's the next one that might be? Another one is a hall pass from toxic friends. Okay. Maybe you recognize that you have some toxic friends or friends of uh, your spouse that you really don't like, you know what, let's take a hall pass. Let's say for, you know, six months we're going to stay away from those That friends. doesn't sound fun either. Sometimes I like my toxic friends. <laughs> I do. They're a lot of fun. But, but would you want me to take a hall pass for my toxic friends? I just want you to get rid of all your... No, oh, okay. okay. No. But, <laughs> but so sometimes, I mean, anyway, this could be fun. Keep going. Yeah, What's okay. next? What's okay. Next? A hall pass to talk about your sex life each day for one week in your relationship. You know what? Because a lot of times we don't have those conversations about how we feel about our sex life, our needs of getting met. Sometimes it could be a hard conversation the couples to have. You know what? We're going to give ourselves a hall pass that for one week we're going to talk about our sexual relationship and how we feel about it for one week. I okay. think that's fantastic. Okay. I think that's fantastic. Um, get, actually having those conversations, bridging those gaps, what we like, what we don't like, and our needs getting met or how we can't meet our needs. Okay. So, Next one, a hall pass to try new things in your intimacy or sex life with your partner. Okay. Here's a hall pass. Let's try new things. I think that may be, I think, a, a fantastic one. You know, I think that's the first hall pass people should pass out. Whenever the idea of a hall pass comes up, you should, you both parties, male and female, should be talking about what can we do within our own relationship. Maybe, maybe you can role play. So let's say he wants to be with a certain type of female. Get a wig. You know, buy fur. Maybe that might be the kind of thing to haul pass about instead of actually being with someone else physically. Maybe it's something that uh, somebody's not really comfortable with sexually. They're willing to do no real moral issue with, but maybe not necessarily comfortable with it. I'm gonna give you a hall pass to do this type of sexual activity, okay? And you can with the spouse, with the spouse, with the partner, okay. And you can use it sometimes during the year, okay? Okay, you know what? Hey, I got this uh, sexual. Uh, all sex hall pass. We're going to do that next Saturday night. And I think one of the things that couples have to realize is once you've been together for a while, you do have to shift it up, change it up. When you first get married, erections are, like, automatic. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do that much work to get one. You just take your jaws off, and he's ready for the go. Bam. But then after 40 hours of work, a week, bills, children, 
sometimes you do need to spice it up and add some some fun to it, some spontaneity to it, some impulsivity to it. It has to become a focus, right? Because we can't get. Or that's a stay of focus. That's a stay of focus. I mean, it become a focus again, you know. Right. When, when you're married, you're newly married, you know, you don't have a lot of responsibility. Your job, your first job, you know, you're not really a manager or a supervisor. Then you just kind of going to work, going home. You don't have the many responsibilities. Hey, all your thought process can be about your spouse. You get a little older. You're a manager. You're a director. You're traveling more. Responsibilities, you know, sex priority list. If you don't watch out. Absolutely. And what you really want to be careful with, and and, there, and there's reasons that sex drops off. It could be health reasons. Yep, it could be um, it could be separation reasons, meaning that maybe somebody's traveling more. You've gotten a promotion on your job or your job, you're over the road trucker, so you're going to be gone four, five, six days at a time. So those are some reasons that intimacy takes a back seat. But, but people have to, as a couple, you have to work on making intimacy a priority. Like it has to be a couple. That intimacy becomes a priority. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, appreciate well, you know, everybody thanks for back. talking to us about hall passes. I know we had a, a couple people with questions that we didn't have a chance to get to. Feel free to, to email those questions to us at info at noelandassociates.com, and we can always respond to them next time we're on the air. So, again, at info at noelandassociates.com. So we'll see you next week, same time, same place. Have a great day. Have a great week, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.